Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. folks and coming out to you again honored privileged all those great things that you guys uh, do for us by listening to this podcast we always always look forward to it always look forward to the opportunity to be with you with me as always my friend stephanie we're kind of looking at a little bit we're going through october with her because we're in october so you're actually listening to this on october 28th just a couple days before charles went on to heaven um and so on october 28th as you listen to uh yeah this one's a uh, no, am I off? Is this October 28th? If I had my phone, I'd look at my calendar, but I don't have it in front of me. So. This is the fourth one. This is the 28th. So tomorrow, you guys get the great honor of listening to Charles preach. And uh, we want to bring that to you. But today, as you listen to this, it's October 28th. So, uh, Stephanie, if you could wrap up the 28th and 29th for us a little, well, you know what, let's do the knucklehead first, then we'll get to the wrap up stuff. Uh, when you got to do the knucklehead thing first, we got to have the humor. So we do the knucklehead thing. We found out for several reasons now, uh, so that you'll know what a knucklehead looks like. Number two, so you won't be a knucklehead. Number three, so there's humor. And we may have added something to that. I don't remember what Stephanie said. She's filled with information about knuckleheadedness this morning. And uh, so anyway, Stephanie, uh, you might be a knucklehead if. Well, Doug, as I'm reading through the verses that we're going to go through, you might be a knucklehead if God gave you a wise parent and you choose to throw their counsel and wisdom down the tubes. There it is. To ruin your life. And then you blame all of your problems on your parents. Yeah, stop that. That just might make you a knucklehead. Hey, listen, you know, I had a messed up dad. He was more screwed up than a soup sandwich. All right, I'm going to be honest with you. He beat on people. He bailed on Literally. us, was married nine times. Yeah, yeah, you know. And, uh, but if you had a parent that gave you anything good from God, uh, learn from that. And, you know, and enjoy that grow from that. And don't, don't be one of these people. Oh, I just got to, you know, find things on my own. Well, if, if, the, if your parents shared God's love and word and, and wisdom, you know, that's a great starting place. That's a great place to be. And uh, so learn from that, grow from that, go from that, all that, that, that. So do that thing. I think uh, you don't want to be a knucklehead. And, and if you're young enough, we still, and some parents stink. Now, Stephanie, admittedly, we've, we've came across men and yep. women who have parents that we tell them, you got to get out of the house, man. Your parents mm -hmm. are a disaster area. You know, they're trying to hurt yeah. you. And we know that. We know parents are idiots. We know, you know, you should have to get a license to have kids. I mean, parents out there raping and beating and doing all that stuff. It was up to yeah. me. We'd just shoot them, you know. <laughs> But it's not up to me. I'm I'm not the. If I was the Supreme Court, if I was in, if I was king, I'd just shoot him. You know, just put us all out of our misery. And uh, but anyway, so you might be a knucklehead if you're not listening. If you were taught right and you're not listening to that, so uh, so now uh, yesterday Stephanie did things that were right with God. So I got to do something that's right with God. So 
I think I'm going to go back to restaurants that are right with God and things I like that, you know, national chain or something like that, things that you can kind of dig and you can get a hold of. So if you are lucky enough to have a Culver's, I might have even said this before, Culver's food is right with God. I just want to put that out there, man. You know, we got Culver's in South Carolina. They got them in Wisconsin. I've seen them in Indiana. They got them everywhere. That food's right with God. So that's food that's right with God. So there you go. You got the knucklehead. You got the food that's right with God. Now we're going to get to the sad juju here with Stephanie. Then we'll get to the good stuff again. So, <laughs> so Stephanie, 28, 29 October is what I want you thinking right now. We're going to hear about the 30th coming up. But, uh, well, we all kind of heard about the 30th where Charles uh, is murdered and uh, becomes a missionary martyr of our generation. So what's going on with your family on the 28th and 29th of October three years ago? Do you remember? Well, the 28th was Sunday, and um, we actually went to church there in Bombly, the village we lived in Bombly, and Bombly and Bombly, you know, kind of, they were two separate villages, and yet they were so closely connected, it felt like one big village sometimes, um, or one big area, and we honestly hadn't even explored that much of the area, Um, but that day we went to church there just in the local village, and when I look back on that day, there were so many special, that day was so special. I don't know how else to put it. We didn't have electricity. So I was very thankful. I remember I stuck, um, scrub potatoes and stuck them in our oven. We had a propane, a gas oven run on a tank of propane. And, um, so I remember I put potatoes in the oven and I had, you know, made up sour cream. You couldn't buy sour cream, but sour cream is honestly really easy to make. Um, Stop. How do you make sour cream real quick? I, I need to know I, this. I have to look it up, but you just use heavy cream and I can't remember if it's vinegar and salt you add to it, like certain amount, Oh, cool. um, put in a container and whip it up. It turns into sour cream real quick. Amen. Um, it's very easy. I've actually done it since we've been back in the States a couple times when I needed sour cream and didn't have, you know, I had cream, but didn't have sour cream. You just turn in cream sour. It's all you're doing. Yeah. And so, but anyways, so I remember what we had for lunch. Um, we had our own version of loaded baked potatoes and you could do that pretty easily there. But I remember we went to church that morning and I, I videoed a couple of the songs in the service. And one of them was grace, grace, God's grace. Oh, I love that. And um, I, I wouldn't have comprehended that that week, how much of God's grace I would get to learn about and experience, but it was a beautiful Sunday. We, um, Charles actually videoed us snuck in while we were all being goofs in the kitchen and videoed a clip of us, of my boy singing Luke Hicks rendition of I am my sunshine where he sang about himself. And he had taught that to my boys and they were probably singing it in the kitchen. It was just that Sunday was really special looking back and um, we made good memories. But I, the one thing that I remember from that Sunday that almost haunts me now is um, I rode with a couple of my youngest, you know, Charles walked back with a lot of the kids walked back to the house. Um, but I was still in a, I was physically not back to par um, from my health collapsing in 2018. And so I was riding in the back of our coworkers vehicle with um, another mother and we had a bunch of kids piled in there African style and we were driving them home. Our coworker was driving and he was driving. We were driving down the road um, there in the village, the main road. 
And I remember as we were driving, there was a guy and just standing in the middle of the road. And I think looking back, he was on drugs, but he was holding a high powered rifle. And I remember he was standing in the middle of the road and Ben just had to stop. And I remember the thought crossing my mind. He could pick up that gun. He could raise that gun and fire into our vehicle head on right now. And he didn't. He just like walked to the side of the road and let us pass. And we went on our way, dropped off the kids, you know, ended up going home and all of that. But I remember, I mean, now I look back, I'm like, I was so naive. Why didn't that completely freak me out? And it didn't. And I really, honestly, when I look back on that Sunday, God gave peace. He gave good memories. He gave us so many gifts that day. And, you know, I remember looking back thinking, why didn't he raise his gun? Why didn't he just, I I would have been a perfect headshot. Why didn't he just take me out then? And then Charles and the kids could have gotten out of there and been, been okay. And those are the things that haunt you when you look back. And so you have to focus on the good memories. Um, But that Sunday was really special. I have videos from that. I have like three videos from that Sunday, from that October 28th, that we can look back at and smile and remember the great times God gave us. Amen. Amen. It's all about what God gives us, and, and God certainly is so good to us. So remember now, tomorrow... Tomorrow's podcast is going to be Charles Wesco preaching about eternity, and you don't want to miss that. You want to make sure that you hear every every second of that. I'll just come on and introduce it very quickly, and uh, we'll go ahead and play Charles' own, own words, and I think you'll really enjoy them. And uh, say a prayer if you think about it while you're listening to these podcasts uh, this week and tomorrow, today and tomorrow, uh, for Stephanie and her family. Say a prayer for a couple reasons. Uh, one is they're going to have to put up with me this week, and uh, we'll all be together in Florida. And uh, so we'll we'll really be enjoying that. Debbie and I are already looking forward to it. Debbie's kind of doing some packing and some things of that nature. And I know Stephanie's already into packing for eight, so it takes forever. And uh, I'm constructing some cakes and stuff and putting them in plastic bags. So all i got to do is add wet stuff to them and some bread. And we're going to be doing some pigging out is what this comes down to. But anyway, here we are. We're in Proverbs uh, Proverbs four, we're just going to do the five verses that get started today with, uh, Proverbs four. I love this proverb right here. It says, hear ye children, the instruction of the father and attend to no understanding for I give you good doctrine forsake ye not my law for I am my father's son tender and only believed in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, let mine heart retain my words, keep my commandments, and live. Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. So Stephanie, coming right here in chapter 4, we, I think we almost get this idea that we, a father has to teach his children. Our father in heaven teaches us. Our fathers on earth need to teach doctrine if you're a dad. You need to be teaching this. And, and uh, I mean, what's coming to your mind when we look at those first five verses? Well, I think, you know, I think back to Solomon here as he's telling um, his son, I think it was Rehoboam probably, so he's writing this to the son he has in mind, um, who is going to be the next king of Israel. Um, and very sad to say Rehoboam did not listen to these Proverbs and he did not follow his father's instructions. He was foolish for a, for a good portion 
of his reign. Um, but when I look at what Solomon says here, you know, we get some history here in verse three, for I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. If you look back at Solomon's beginnings, he came out of a relationship that was born out of adultery. Yeah. And when I, I think I was just reading this thinking of Bathsheba and, and obviously in context of us being here in October, you know, Bathsheba went through a lot yeah. and we don't, don't think sometimes about what she went through, but she was in a culture where women were not valued. They were property. They were used, um, to accomplish men's goals, to make men happy. And that was about their only purpose. And Solomon was special to his mom because she had lost the baby that was born out of that adultery between her and David. And that baby died in, as part of God's dealing with David. Um, that, doesn't, that, that, pro, that whole story doesn't rebuke Bathsheba. And I'm not saying God wasn't happy with her part in it, but that baby died because of David's sin. Yeah. And um, Bathsheba had to go through that. She had to go through that loss of losing that baby. And then God gives her Solomon. And I have to believe that David and Bathsheba poured so much extra love into Solomon because of that trial, because yes, there was consequences of sin involved, but it was a trial. And at the same time, and they poured into him, they taught him wisdom. And I see Solomon here seeking to pass on that wisdom that was given to him by David and Bathsheba. He, he, it points out here his mother. Um, it wasn't just David that poured into Solomon. I think Bathsheba poured into him as well. And just Solomon has this heart here to give, to give Rehoboam, to give his son those same commandments, to give him that same wisdom. And it makes me think of Charles. You know, I, I, it's very easy for me right now. I, I yesterday was... Honestly, really struggling with the whys. Why did we go? You know, why did God let us go through deputation for 12 days? But then I had, and you know, I, I remember I asked the Lord yesterday, you know, God, why is this your best? Why are my kids being fatherless? How is that best? But I have to remember that Charles was this kind of father. He poured, in the years God gave him with his children, he poured so much wisdom into them. And when I hear his boys talk, when I hear my older sons talk, I hear their dad, especially the older they get. You know, I hear, I hear his wisdom coming out of their mouths. And so I guess it challenges me, even though I'm a mother, to pour you know, that we as parents, these these psalms are a testimony to David and Bathsheba pouring it to Solomon. And it challenges me, even though I'm now, you know, a single parent with eight kids to pour into. And that's a lot of work. But to keep doing it because, you know, when Solomon was born, David didn't know he was the next king. Yeah. But David at a very young age started pouring into his son and that paid off in Solomon being Solomon wasn't a wise man because God just made him wise. There was a lot of foundation that was put there by David and Bathsheba so that Solomon would be a wise man. And so um, I guess that's what I come away with is 
be the kind of parent that when your child is talking to their child, to your grandchild, they can say, I was my father's son. I was beloved by my mother and they poured this into me and now I'm trying to pass it on to you. Yeah. And, and, and such a good, such a good example of this. And I think it's so important to understand that we, uh, as we look at this, we, we do have a responsibility to our children. God has given us everything we need to help them. For I give you good doctrine. Uh, it's good. Forsake ye not my law. I'm giving you everything you need. I'm giving you good doctrine. You don't have to worry about my doctrine. Uh, my doctrine works. And uh, uh, so, you know, pay attention to this. You know, make it part of your understanding. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved, in the sight of my mother. So dad was kind of tough on him. You know, dad was probably being a dad, sometimes dad on dad, you know, sometimes uh, they're really not, but you know, he's, he didn't take any junk. And, uh, uh, and it goes on. He taught me also and said unto me, let thine heart retain my words, keep my commandments and live, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. And I, I think, I think it's very important to understand a couple things that we're seeing here in Proverbs. First of all, I think right off the back is we have a responsibility to teach, but we have a responsibility to teach what's right. Some people are teaching, but they're not, you know, they're not going to the Bible. They're not going to the book of Proverbs, you know? So we say this over and over again in the study of Proverbs, but it's so important that we lock this in. It's, it's, it can't be a little wisdom and a little foolish. You're either wise or you're not. Yeah. You either have wisdom or you have foolishness. Yeah. If you, even if you have only one grain of foolishness, you're foolish. And that's, I think that's the understanding that we have to have as we're looking at this. And, uh, we, we have to, we have to know, you know, we were talking and coming out of Proverbs three that, that, you know, we deal with these oppressors. We deal with these different things. We want to go out and uh, devise things and plan things. And then Proverbs 4 has given us this clear path on how to make sure we don't do those things. Start young, load them up, learn God's word. Yeah. His doctrine's good. Do those things. Those doctrines will make a difference in your life. You can lean on them when times get hard and you can lean on those. And, and, and so Stephanie, I mean, you're raised as a, a preacher's kid. You're, you're in the midst of a, a pastor's daughter and a large family. And I mean, you saw both sides of things. You saw the knucklehead church members that tried to hurt your dad, tried to hurt your family, those types of things. You saw the great, you saw the good. What good memory, what would be the best memory that came out of being a PK? Wow. Well, I'm very thankful. I think if I look back, my dad did do this. He took wisdom. And I I think a truly wise parent, you know, or a wise child, every child has that choice. You know, no parent is going to be perfect. But we have that choice whether we're going to build on the good that our parents give us or we're going to compound the bad. Um, And God's grace plays a huge role, obviously, in raising our children. But I know that my dad poured so much wisdom into us. He, he trained us. You know, he made us memorize tons and tons. My mom and my dad made us memorize so much scripture and write out scripture. And, and all the things that now make a difference in my life, I was taught to do as a child. And obviously it expands as you get older and, and you learn new things. But the basic foundations for that stuff was all put into me as a child. 
And um, I really think, you know, my dad could have chosen to to compound the the seeds that were there from the past generations that weren't good, but he chose to spit those seeds out, learn how to make it a wiser, how to be a wiser parent. And instead of becoming more foolish, he chose to become more wise. And in contrast to that, you know, Charles, um, Charles made that, made the same decisions, I would say as a whole, as my dad had of choosing to take the good and, and, spit out the foolish and how he raised his children. And I've seen other parents um, very up close and personal who chose to compound the foolish things, chose to compound the, in some cases, just flat out narcissism and make it worse in the next generation. And I think a truly wise child will learn from the good and the bad of their parents to be a wise person. You know, yeah. every generation has that choice. Every person has that choice. I'm going to learn from the wise and the foolish things that have happened in the last generation and become wiser, or am I going to become more foolish and make the problem even worse? And so I guess from my perspective growing up, I'm very thankful for a dad who made those right decisions and made an eternal impact on all 10 of his children for how they raise their children and how they go forward in their life serving the Lord. Yeah, and, I, and I, that's a great memory to have because there's probably, uh, you know, there's so many preachers out there that really aren't where your dad's at probably as far as sharing wisdom and doctrine and stuff like that. Maybe some don't have time. Maybe maybe some don't have the knowledge. I, I found that, you know, most preachers are pretty decent people. I mean, we could quickly point mm -hmm. to the knucklehead. Excuse me, they're easy to find, but um, most of them are pretty good guys. But if you've got an opportunity um, – you know, train. It, we're all about training. Parents, train. Hey, I got a song for you. I'm actually going to introduce this song. This is a, a song entitled The Martyr. And uh, I want you to listen to this song really closely. It kind of introduces Charles coming in tomorrow. So uh, let me go ahead and play that for you right now. So the, the title of this song is called The Martyr. And uh, you want to make sure you listen to every word of this song and you'll get an idea, even though this song is, is written out of the book of Acts, but certainly Charles is a martyr. And uh, so we're going to go ahead and play this song for you. Now, make sure you listen to tomorrow's podcast. All I'm going to do is introduce Charles preaching and probably wrap it up when it's all done. But here's a song called The Martyr.
Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you.
Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.